recording now. There we go. Now, now we won't lose this one. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't really lose the other one. It's just a no. uh, quick technical difficulty. Our very special guest uh, saved us from a horrible embarrassment of. Yeah. Oh, we didn't. <laughs> Back again, local Twitter celebrity, Katie Baker. I'm gonna try to think of a different title to give you every time we record. Great. Uh, yeah, I noticed that the light wasn't blinking, so that yeah. means only one channel was gone. Only yeah. one, only one microphone. I'm really, I'm very excited about this. Yeah. If you know what, one more show. If you happen to join us, that's three in a row, which means you're officially a co-host. Oh shit! Four shows in a row, you could take Jeff's position. It's like a- <laughs> five shows in a row. Jeff just doesn't come back. <laughs> he is no longer part of it. Damn. <laughs> uh, so we're back. Show. Talking about Italian horror again. Uh, it ended up being, or it's going to end up being a Michele Soavi yeah. type episode, but that was unintentional. The reason <laughs> we're talking about these movies is because they fall on the side of just like kind of surreal, yeah. even for the one slasher that we saw. There's a lot in it that's just like very kind of bizarre and maybe <laughs> not dreamlike. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's out there. It's not your standard slasher film. Yeah. Uh, but along with that, we have two other movies where it's like I don't even know what subgenre this would fall into. Yeah. It's horror. There's zombies in one of them. There's demons <laughs> in another one. But is there really? And what else is it? Yeah. And then. Uh, we're going to start off by talking about uh, The Editor, yes, which is from Stephen Chabansky, I think. I will look that up. I just know them as Astron 6. Yeah, by Astron 6. Uh, recently they did uh, Psycho Goreman. I really like that. Uh, they did that Leprechaun movie that was actually supposed to be pretty good, Leprechaun really? Returns, I think. Mm. Is that uh, part of the Leprechaun it's, anthology. It's like uh, it's 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 the Leprechaun version of one of those legacy reboots. So it takes place oh. within the canon of the original films, uh, but it's a new thing. I have to ask. Jennifer Aniston uh-huh. was not involved. She's not, not involved, involved, but Warwick her Davis. character is mentioned. Oh my god! Warwick Davis. He is not a part of it. All right, well then, fuck that movie. <laughs> but the person that they did get for it was is pretty good. Okay, cool. <laughs> they have the same comedic timing and stuff. All right. But anyway, uh, the they're... editor is directed by Matthew Kennedy and Adam Brooks. Okay, so it's not Stephen Chabansky. Stephen Chabansky is a part of the crew, though. Okay, he's a part of Astron Six. Um, but they're a, 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 a oh my god, well, she's so talkative today. I wonder if the microphone's picking that up. It's my cat. Maisie. Anyway, they're a, a, a Canadian film troupe who yeah. are a big fan of trauma, big fan of Italian horror and other Evidently. 80s genre movies uh, to the point where like a lot of their stuff has a lot of references to different things. And when they made the editor, they were like, well, it's just, it's just going to be a parody of Italian horror movies of all the Italian horror movies, not just like one specific set. Yeah. We're just gonna put all the tropes in there. And I did not watch the editor. With you did not watch okay. the editor. Okay. I'm yeah. not entirely sure if you would like it. Oh. I still don't know how to feel about it. Yeah. It is. When we were watching it, you made the joke saying that like, oh, this must be what it feels like when when you watch like a Marvel movie, like, when you watch No uh, No Way Home. Where it's like, look at these things that I love coming back <laughs> <laughs> on screen. And yeah, it was kind of like that. There's references to the beyond. There's references to Tenebrae, which we had seen like right before we yeah. watched the movie, which we noticed, which was pretty cool. Just a side note, uh-huh. Tenebrae. I didn't know that's how you say it. But I used to listen to this um, uh, Scores. Uh-huh. Uh, like radio playlist on oh, nice. some streaming music app and uh the score for tenebrae came up all the time yeah it's so i one. know it it's like, it's like organ right it's yeah. like a lot of like, yeah yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah 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 okay sorry go on no that's cool uh references to tenebrae uh 
it's set up like a giallo in mm-hmm. the sense that it's like a murder mystery, but it has like the other world in it. There's like yeah. a whole thing with like is film kind of like a an entrance to a different dimension. <laughs> uh, I like that aspect of it. Yeah, me too. It has a bunch of nudity. <laughs> Hell yeah. More so than maybe Italian horror movies altogether. <laughs> oh my god. Which like, because like there's like people like literally just on men, men and women just literally undressing. Yeah, that's one of the In the, the jokes. background of some scenes. And yeah, it's funny. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, does, do Italian horror movies have this much nudity? Yeah. Like, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm missing those. So is it just like p- people in the foreground having a conversation and in the background you're just yeah. like... Quite literally, Tins. yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how Jeez. it is. Uh, it has uh, <laughs> a very graphic <laughs> with no nudity, but there's like a graphic uh, workout scene. It's like a, like a woman's... Uh, what's the word? Like, it's not yoga. It's almost like dance and stretching aerobics. Jazzercise, aerobics. Yeah. It's it's like a, a, a woman's aerobics class. Uh-huh. And there's, like, gyrating and uh-huh. zooming in oh, on, yeah. Yeah, yeah. on pelvises and asses. And everything's yeah. so tight. It's like, okay, I know what this is referencing. <laughs> there's, there's various movies that have this. Yeah. It's, uh, it's set up first... It's set up as like a giallo spoof. Yeah. yeah the, correct me if I'm wrong, because it's been like a week since I've seen it. Uh, you have the killer with the black gloves and the bladed weapon over the top. Like, well, maybe not over the top, but the first kill is definitely bloody. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, and it's about uh, a film, an editor, a film yeah. editor in the 70s uh, or 80s, whenever it's set. Uh, definitely that time period. Yeah. And someone, he's working on this horror movie, and someone is killing the cast and crew, and they think it's, that, especially this one police detective, they think it's our main character. The yeah, ed- it is the editor. the editor doing it. And he has a horrible disfigurement from a freak editing accident, yeah. where his, uh, he just doesn't, he wears a fake hand, because... He's only missing four fingers, too. He has, like, a thumb. <laughs> He's only missing four fingers? He's only missing four fingers. Like, he chopped... He was doing some editing and chopped his fingers off by He's accident. missing four fingers? He has a thumb? Yeah. So his hand looks like this? No, well, he has a... Uh, uh, he has, like, wooden, wooden fingers. Little, yeah. yeah, he has, like, oh. wooden fingers that he attaches <laughs> okay. with, like, a glove. And it's hard for him to light a match. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, like, your main character, which is also that trope of, like, it's not a, a detective who's yeah. trying to solve the case, but they also have a detective who's trying to solve the case. I, There's a whole gay subplot with that, which yeah. is like, I think it's pretty funny. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of slapping in this movie. There's a lot of slapping women. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. And it's oh, no. done for the reason of making fun of Italian movies where they just mm-hmm. they just love smacking women yeah. for some reason. And Deep Red, I watched Deep Red and then Zombie in preparation of those episodes. And back to back, there's at least like one where I was just like, I hope this isn't a trend. <laughs> yeah. Zombie in particular has yeah. one that's like, smack that say, hell like, out of her. We need to get out of this island because they're going to kill us. He's just like, shut <laughs> Well, she How makes a mistake. You speak. She makes a mistake of saying, like, I'm going to tell everybody. I'm not... Okay, that sounds like I'm justifying. Right, right. No, that's not what I'm saying, but... You're like, yeah, but what did she say? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, it really does rely on you knowing these horror movies, having seen a bunch of them, so you can catch the tropes and stuff like that. It's got Udo Kier in it in a small role, Mm -hmm. who's been in a few Italian horror movies. Suspiria. Yeah, it's got... uh, Oh my god, uh, it's not Positive Huerta, it's... Yeah, it is Positive Huerta. It is? That's her name? Yeah. Okay, well it's got Positive Huerta in it, who's been in Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. And uh, Enter the Void? Yeah, is that Enter her? the Void, she's okay. in that. Uh, Nurse 3D? I, I, I think they do a good job at making her look very manic in this, and very like... <laughs> Because, like, you, you see her in Boardwalk Empire and and even uh, Enter the Void and she's, like, this 
glowing woman. Like, everyone's attracted to her and stuff like that. And then you see her in this, and they, like, really, like... What's the word? They they kind of... Uh, Ugly her up. Yeah, kind <laughs> of. They, they kind of made Some her homely. Yeah. Yeah. But it makes sense with the character, because she's, like, a washed-up yeah. uh, actress. Uh but it's kind of annoying too. <laughs> I don't know. There's something what, that, they, that they make her this sort of like. No, her like, performance is uh-oh. like a little. I wouldn't say it's that great. <laughs> yeah, it's not. <laughs> Even for the parody that they're doing, it's like we could do. Yeah. We could cut the scene now. We could She's go ahead. Like I don't know how to act like other people act. <laughs> and it's one of those movies where. I mean, you said it on our Giallo post or episode where you were like, you have to pay attention to these movies or else you're going to be lost. And the editor is like, let's purposely confuse everybody. Yeah, let's also <laughs> let's, just yeah, not make That's it one make of sense. the jokes also where it's like, this makes no sense. Yeah, you won't get yeah. the plot or where it's going even if you pay attention. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it has its charms. It has some pretty fun gore effects. There's... There's a joke where a woman's face is pulled off yep. and she's screaming, but then it's reapplied like it was nothing. Oh. <laughs> it's uh, it's honestly the best joke in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of so wait. It's pulled off. She's screaming. Yeah, this is this is the killer. Yeah, they're like squeezing it on her face and stuff like that, and then it's then, and then it cuts to like, oh yeah, she's totally fine. Like, oh god, <laughs> like it was that's nothing incredible. at all. <laughs> It's a brutal effect too. Like you oh, see the, sure. the screaming bloody skull and stuff. And the eyeballs, <laughs> the yeah. Eyeballs. And then they're like, "Oh, she's fine." Yeah, it's like, "Oh, this wasn't the killer. It's not. It's, it's not a mask." It's the one joke. <laughs> it's the one joke that I remember the most out of this movie. I'm gonna be honest, man. Uh, I saw this a week ago, and I thought, for all these other movies, even City of the Living Dead, which I wasn't a big fan of, I was like, "I'll rewatch it. Uh-huh. I will prepare for this." I didn't watch the editor again. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I, hey man, maybe I'll watch it. I understand why you like it, uh-huh. but it's a very subjective movie. It totally is. It's you don't you're either have going, to see it again. you're either going <laughs> to get it or you're not. And I was like, this is okay, I guess. There I are know. movies, and this this could actually go for every movie ever made. Uh-huh. You don't always have to see it again. Yeah, if you made your mind up. Yeah. You don't have to go see Black Widow a second time. <laughs> but I did. Surely it was the movie's fault. Uh, no, I, uh, I I was, last night I was like, I can rewatch the editor and I just didn't want to. <laughs> I just also, didn't have the drive. I like to, I just feel like, like they did Psycho Goreman, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, Astron 6 yeah, did yeah. Psycho Goreman. Oh. Uh, murder upstairs. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, we're in our own giallo. Yeah, watches three three podcasters try to solve the mystery. <laughs> I think with that, the help of like a chef or something. I first, oh sorry. The first found footage podcast where it's just all of us being killed. <laughs> oh, man. Knock on wood. <laughs> Um, I, I like how... funny that that thought makes Jeff paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just a joke, but you could tell, like, he was like... You never know. What if someone comes in with a gun? <laughs> shoots us for no reason. Or a chainsaw. Is that why you love Marvel? Because you don't want to upset anyone? <laughs> that they might kill you? No. Um, <laughs> it's... I like how out there and when it started going into like the mystical, like yeah, the beyond stuff. That's that part was really cool. I was like, go even further. I'm down yeah, with this. It's it. I I would like them to do almost like another attempt at something like this as like a parody of these specific genre films. Maybe like if they did like an Italian zombie movie mm. and made it like a parody. I think that'd be kind of cool. Okay, because uh, I do like this movie, but. It's yeah, it's definitely not for. I can't just recommend this to everybody. Yeah. At the time that I saw it, uh, it was maybe like 2014, 2015. Yeah. Uh, Chicago Film Fest after Dark Series. Yeah. yeah. And I went by myself to go see it, and like you know, everyone who was in the crowd knows what they're going to see, and they were into <laughs> it. We had we had a blast. 
But even at that time, I was like, yeah, Jeff's not going to like this. There's yeah, no reason I'm, for Jeff I'm to glad watch. I didn't go with you because I, I was like, it's on Shudder. I got some laughs. Maybe I'll watch in the future and be like, oh, I was wrong. Like, maybe it, I don't know. I think, like, there's some comedies that I like when I, I initially see them and then, like, years later revisit them. And they're like, oh, my God, this is this is awesome. I love this movie. I don't think that's going to happen with no, this. I don't think that's going to happen with this. But, but we'll hey. see. But if you don't. Go home and watch it tonight. Adrian and I are both going to be disappointed. <laughs> hey, it's, if, on, it's so, on streaming. It's where it should be. <laughs> if, if nothing else, if you just, if for some reason, the only way you like seeing titties is on movies and not just looking up porn on the internet, go ahead. This this will do something for you because there's a bunch in it. All various sizes too, and I believe <laughs> I believe there's some male nudity also. Yeah, there's there maybe a fake penis. Yeah, and, and if it's not really? good for them, yeah, it's see that's not even it. It's not the fact that it's a big penis that I saw and I was like, this can't be real. <laughs> it's more so the fact that it looked rubber. There's, it, you can barely see it, but it, it looks it's flopping a little too unnaturally. Oh no. <laughs> But that's also one of the funniest jokes in the movie. Yeah. This, I don't know. They may be gay. They might not be. Whatever it is, they do it funny. They they are very, they have a connection. Yeah. <laughs> Michele Soavi. Yeah. Let's get into his films. All right. What should we start out with? As I take a sip of my water. Stage fright. All right. We just saw that. Yeah. Yay. Or. <laughs> I've seen this one. As it's, as it's. <laughs> Different title says uh, Aquarius. Aquarius or, or Deliria. 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 Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is written, which I didn't realize until I looked it up on IMDb right now. It's written by George Eastman. That name's not going to mean anything to you, too. <laughs> okay. He, he works with another Italian horror director, which you will never get into. His name is. <laughs> Bruno uh, Mate? No, his name is Joe D'Amato. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why? Uh, he makes some kind of more hardcore, oh, like Italian gotcha. horror, okay. even uh, more hardcore. But he works. He works with him regularly. Uh, so he wrote this, and he wrote uh, Porno Holocaust and yes. uh, Erotic Nights of the Living Dead. <laughs> Incredible! Hell yeah, for that title. <laughs> Both movies feature some kind of death from fellatio. Wow. So then he wrote Stage Fright, which I just think is like Damn. very kind of bizarre. Not just that, he starred in those movies too. <laughs> in all ways that a male can star in a film, he did. <laughs> oh, no. he's, oh, a, he's a wild guy. And then Joe, Joe D'Amato, he has maybe one good movie. Uh, it's called Beyond the Darkness, which also has like three titles. Um... Which is kind of like a like a Frankenstein type movie, in a way. But then after that, he just he was just like, I'm just gonna do hardcore porn for the rest of my career. <laughs> okay, so there's uh, awesome. George Eastman. You said yeah, he's credited. But there's another. Uh, there's someone else credited for uh, dialogue. Sheila Goldman, Goldberg, and she is a dialogue coach on Phenomena. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I don't recognize any of her other titles, but <laughs> Phenomena's awesome. So this movie's about a stage play, which is going to be the talk of the town because of how controversial it's going to be. Yeah. It's like a, a serial killer, rapist, stage play, musical, with a guy in an owl costume. Not really an owl costume, an owl head. The, yeah, like The rest of it's just a regular body. The, an owl head. Yeah. The opening is very effective because I hadn't seen this movie in a long time so it really got me. I was like hey wait a minute. That's <laughs> uh, yeah, a really good opening. Yeah it um, I yeah it's it, if you had a play like this today there's no way it would be on like Broadway or something because you're like there's a murderer but the person he murders comes back to like to to, assault him, yeah, to <laughs> like, assault him essentially, and, and and they even the character even admits like there's no deeper meaning to this. It's just gonna get butts and seats. <laughs> Man, they Man. really make that director a, a scumbag. Yeah, well, 
It's I that's like another that. that's another trope to I movies, like right? That <laughs> <laughs> the, the scumbag that you want to see get killed and who's gonna fuck people over like yep. they always do. Like uh Phil from Modern Family in Dawn of the Dead and the remake. Oh yeah. I can't think of the actor's name. Ty Burrell. Ty Burrell and Dom the Dead was like, let's not, let me not just be an asshole, but let me also lock the door behind me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Paul Reiser, Aliens. Yes. Anyways. Also that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go on. So this play seems like it's going to be a failure. The producer who looks like uh, Paul Servino, but it's not he Paul does. Servino. Yeah. Uh, he's pretty pissed off about it he's like look i just want my money yeah and uh we'll see where this goes at the same time in very george eastman type fashion there is just an insane lunatic who just happens <laughs> to be in a nearby hospital yeah who i believe was also like an actor who went mad yeah he or was something. an actor who killed like 18 people yeah. he was an actor turned michael myers yeah, yeah. Like, he doesn't say anything He's just tall and kills. Mm-hmm. And then he breaks out and he's like, I'm going to finish this play and I'm going to be the lead character and everybody's going to die. Yeah. And yeah. Halloween kills again. And then Evil Dies Tonight. Yeah, Evil Dies <laughs> And also, like, the, there are the two, there's, like, one makeup artist and her friend is, like, the star of the whatever show. Yeah. I guess she's the star. Um, and she's like, I'm scared about this guy. And her friend's like, yeah, well, let me detail one of the most gruesome murders he committed for you. And she's like, stab it! That's Adrian talking to me about Italian horror movies. Yeah. So in this scene, no, 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 no. Let me enjoy yeah. my Toy Story in peace. So yeah, that's me. Anytime somebody brings up anything true crime, I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> I got something to tell you. Oh, man. Oh, and... You hear about the killer who wore his family? <laughs> <laughs> and the director being in scumbag fashion locks the door so they can practice because it opens in a week and yeah. they can't get out yeah so they're locked in a killer they need to find the key and he's like you said he has all these creative ways of killing these cast members and what well, so happens at the that the sound stage that they're doing this in is also just like a toy box like right. you mentioned for, for yeah. this killer yeah. You get a chainsaw, you yeah. get a drill, yeah. various pokey items that he yeah, can he's get. Yeah, re- he really improvises as he goes. Yeah. He just like gets inspired he's by, a showman. The, he is. by the props around him. And honestly, some pretty cool kills in this. Yeah. Like, they didn't have to do this kind of stylishly. And you kind of see some of them coming. But then there's one in particular having to do with like a door where oh it's like, God. oh, <laughs> yeah. you forgot he grabbed that thing, didn't you? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I actually did like a lot of the characters in this. Me too. I like the main actress. I like the, the Brett. I like the owl guy, the guy yeah. playing the owl. Um, it's another movie that's uh, full of. You get the actors, and then you got their dub actors. And their dub actors seem to be having a very good time, no matter what the stereotypes <laughs> may be. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Although, I, I'm pretty sure, just from the fact that it, he didn't look dubbed, Willie probably played himself. I mean, I like, played. I Willie. Yeah. I really did. Dude. He probably did his own voice. And then the the older cop, who's not Michele Soavi, I think pretty sure that's just an american or okay. english actor because they did not seem dubbed at all yeah he you pointed him out like oh i didn't recognize him with his face like all of his face like yeah, he's not so obvious the other cop in this. <laughs> yeah it's just a it's just another cameo it's not like yeah. a role but uh, there's a cop out oh because the killer starts killing people they kill someone who's not an actress but who's a part of the, the production oh she's the makeup artist yeah all right they kill her and ever since then, or after that, the cops are like, where did know, this guy go? Where did this guy, yeah, exactly. And then that's when they end up being and they up. didn't, mm-hmm. they did insert, they said like, we checked everywhere. Apparently they didn't check hard enough because yeah. he, he was right he's, there. He's still, <laughs> and he's like, like I said, he's a showman. He could just kill these people, but he wants to make a game out of it. He wants to make a game and he wants to make an art piece. Yeah. And that's. 
one of the best scenes for me is because <laughs> after he after he's done, he could just appreciate it. He's yeah. just sitting down, he's like, this looks pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got a cat. Yeah, he's got a kitty. Stroking a cat. Uh, yeah, after, like, literally after he's done killing everyone brutally, he just sits down the same way I do after I, like, clean my apartment. He's like, I did a really good job. This looks good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh... I of the movies that we're talking about today, I would say this or well, I don't want to give away what else we're talking about. If you, I would say this or uh, Cemetery Man would be my favorite of his. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, because I think it's a pretty rewatchable movie. I saw this it like a month ago to uh, prepare for this, but you guys, I know Katie hadn't seen it and you hadn't seen it in a while, so. Yeah. I I'm glad you to, said uh, we should watch it. Yeah, it's it's just a, it's an hour and a half, and it was a quick watch. It it's a quick watch. it's uh, forty so minutes, thirty five minutes of setup, and the rest is like this slasher game where you yeah. go, oh shit, how are they going to get out of this? Yeah, it's a lot of like the fun and games part of the of like a movie that is in this nature where you're like. How how is he gonna kill the next person? <laughs> and also in George Eastman fashion, they set up that a character is pregnant. And oh, they do not yeah. last the movie. Nope. <laughs> no, they do not. That's his favorite thing. Yeah. George Dunn killed the baby. <laughs> next up. Yes. Next up is the church. Hey, hey. Also directed by Mikhail. We Well, the rest of the movies are directed by this guy. I wouldn't say that this is my favorite of the three, but it's the one I've seen the most. Okay. And I think partially it's because along with Stage Fright, it's like the most readily available. Yeah. It's usually streaming somewhere. It's on yeah. Tubi. Amazon or Tubi or whatever. I have to say, like, the first thing, because I was like, I know I watched that one. What do I remember about it? And the first thing that popped into my head was that lady's typewriter almost fall, like falling off the <laughs> scaffolding and almost killing that guy. And it's like, and it's funny because you have that scene in the church and then in this one you've got that, the saxophone player just fucking falling off Oh yeah, that's the, right. And it's just like... She's yeah. like, sorry. Like, are you? You should injured? go to the hospital yeah. too. Like, are you okay? She did like a jackass stunt. Yeah, just got up from it. <laughs> oh, and uh, okay. So the lead actress from Stage Fright is also the lead actress in The Church. Yeah, and is that right? Yeah, that's Bar- why she looked from Barbara. That's why. <laughs> it's like, she's see. so pretty. Where have I seen yeah. her before? And yeah, exactly. Like I didn't really think about it, but when Katie pointed it out, like, oh yeah, why is there a heavy ass typewriter there? <laughs> <laughs> so the church. I love the way this movie opens because it's set back in like medieval times. Yeah, it's like Templars and shit like that, and a bunch of uh, I don't know Christian something Catholic Christian warriors. Yeah, or whatever. They, they go into this village and they're like, we're pretty sure everybody here is like a witch. Some kind of yeah. boogin, some kind of demon, yeah. something. Um, they're looking around, everybody's like hiding their babies and stuff. And they find this one girl who they think this is the witch, and they check for like this satanic mark on her foot, and they find it. And then they're like, well, kill the whole village. Burn everything. <laughs> kill everyone. And uh. it's, it's violence, it's, uh, it should be, it should be disturbing. But because it has a Simon Boswell... No, no, not Simon Boswell. It has Philip a, Glass? It's it's Philip Glass who composed the... Ah. But it's not his version. Okay. Philip Glass has a song called Flow, F-L-O-E. And it's either Simon Boswell or it's Keith Emerson doing a cover of it. Okay. Um, but that's what's playing throughout this, <laughs> this murder spree. And... And it's just like that's kind of beautiful because this song's really fucking good. It's so good. It's it's pretty fucked up. I mean, they they get a lot of mileage out of that one mannequin head. Oh yeah, they <laughs> they got horses playing soccer with a mannequin head. Yeah, they got they it's got some like a real woman head. putting her baby in like a carriage, and then a horse comes and like stomps, stomps. on the carriage, yeah. and you're just like Jesus. <laughs> it's it's similar to the scene in. Um, 
the Northmen. I was just thinking that the Northmen, yeah, <laughs> where the all kinds are of atrocities. Everybody, yeah. yeah, like fuck it, burn everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we need to save anyone? Just... Yeah. So they kill everyone, including yeah. a horse. One of the including, horses. Yeah, oh, at that's least right. One of horses. And you just like watch it like slowly slide down into the pit. <laughs> <laughs> now, when it was buried. It looked animatronic a little bit, like it looked like a horse face puppet. Yeah. But earlier, I don't know if they really killed the horse or the <laughs> There's a possibility, so if that sounds distressing, maybe skip the beginning of this movie. Yeah, yeah. I forgot it was an Italian horror movie, so yeah. you never know. Back when they didn't care. They were just going to eat it later. Right. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Look, we should start eating horse meat. Horse meat. <laughs> it should be okay to do that. This took a turn. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, after they kill everyone. Centuries later. Yeah, they make a big, they just bury everyone. And they're like, well, that was evil. Let's build a church over it. <laughs> so nothing ever fucking breaks yeah. out of here. Yeah. And wouldn't you know it, some yep. people just be curious and bring about demons. Yep. Because yeah. hidden in the basement, there's construction or just time has eroded the place to be like where uh, the woman from uh, Stage Fright and then, and then our lead actor, uh, which by the way, I'll get to that. Um, they find something that relates to the olden times. Of yeah, the and they're the like, church. hey, there's like a little button here that says <laughs> if you press it, like open the gates to hell. Yeah. So we got to make sure to not do that. And of course, somebody, you know, does that. Yep. It's called Demon's 3. That's like the alternate title to it. Demon's 3, the yep. church. And I think even like the early DVD releases of it had that title. Okay. Uh, but it's called that. And this is technically like a demon possession movie, but it's it not is. so much like in your exorcist type of way or conjuring or anything like that. It's more like demons are possessing people to get them to kill themselves and to just bring a, bring apart or bring a, bring upon more demons and yeah. more uh, chaos into mm -hmm. this environment. Yeah. Or just, you know, they, I mean, one of them just outright says, I want to do evil. And then yeah. it's either kill themselves or kill other people. Um, I, uh, Oh, that was the thing I was going to bring up. Um, Okay, Katie brought this up also when we first watched it. They only knew each other for one day, right? Yeah, exactly. And then suddenly yeah. they're like, let's like, kiss. I'll leave the light on for you when you get home, darling. And it's like, what? Why do you live together already? You're moving way too fast. Way too fast. Also, you can do way better. Oh, God. I, I just, I kind of think so. Sorry, I but you can't. I hate that guy so much. He, like, lends her a book at one point. And he, like, gives it to her, and he's like, but what does he say? Like, you promise you have to read it. Yeah, you yeah. promise yeah. to read this. It's like, fuck you, first of all. Give me homework on our second day together. <laughs> Not my dad. <laughs> I, oh, go on. I had a first, well, it wasn't necessarily a first date. It was more like an only date. Um, <laughs> but but I had a, a, an only date an only where uh, we went to this uh, bookstore. And I was like, oh, man, uh, they had, like, a copy of um, The uh, Godfather. Like, oh, the, the okay. Mario Puzo. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah. And I was like, you know, I've seen this movie a million times. I've never read the book. And she bought it for me. Aww. And I still have not read that. Damn. <laughs> it's a long book. It is a long book. It was big. Oh, I didn't say that to be like, hopefully you can get it for me. <laughs> Good bargain. Yeah. Uh, I like the character. Probably the character I like the most in this movie is Father Gus, played yeah. by a Hugh Corsi. Mm -hmm. um, I just—he's a character that you're like this guy. Like he's such a minor character, but he gets more important as the movie goes along. There's a whole se sequence where he's just showing how badass of an archer he is, and never relates back to the movie yeah. <laughs> to the rest he of the never movie. Does, like... Never does. I don't know why that scene's there, but he's. It, he looks cool doing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he has a good, like, Oscar <laughs> acting yeah. scene. 
where he's just like yelling at the heavens. <laughs> yeah. And it's oh, yeah. pouring rain. Yeah. And he's just yelling and screaming. <laughs> yeah. And then a little guy kills himself by throwing himself <laughs> off the, yeah, off the yes. church. Yeah. Um, I really, really do like this movie. It has some of my favorite. Because, like we mentioned, the demons are kind of just fucking with people and being mm-hmm. like, I'm going to get you to kill yourself in some way. Yeah. And there's one. One of the side plots is that, like, okay, everybody gets stuck in this church mm-hmm. because the church is activated yeah. and, you know, it's going to be closed outside from the rest of the world so the demons don't get out. But two of the people who ended up getting caught in there are is just like this motorcycle couple yeah yes. they both have like leather and what are they doing like, there? she fucking hates him she hates him like... and she's talking about this other guy he's she's gonna have sex with <laughs> we she's stand like, a queen well i'm here with you anyway yeah. so i guess let's just make the best of it you dipshit that and then the <laughs> old couple hates... oh the old couple <laughs> And it has a cool payoff. Yeah, it, it does. Has a really wonderful payoff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't even slightly say what. Yeah. No. Nope. But the biker couple—that's my favorite kill in the movie. <laughs> oh, for sure. Because it ends up with someone getting hit by a train, mm-hmm. and you're wondering how the hell does that take place in the movie where they're stuck in a church? Well, just watch it because this person turns into a cake. <laughs> like, if, just, just get. Go out, buy a cake, and throw it to the floor, and that's what this effect looks like. Yeah, this person's head just explodes. Yep, I love it. It's a really great surprise. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a fun surprise. I dig that. There's a shot in this that I actually like, really love, and completely forgot about. But one of the main characters gets possessed, and. Sometimes they kill themselves, and sometimes it's like a hallucination, yeah, kind of showing that the demon has taken over. So this character like cuts himself open and rips out his heart oh, with yeah. his hand, with his hand. But he displays it like the, the yeah. shot is just oh yeah, the hand and the heart, and even like the sky looks like green or yeah. something like that, and the score yeah, is yeah. blaring. Yeah, it's it's awesome I love that scene I just love that like I would love that as like a poster or something like yeah. that I oh, think it'd make so it cool great. artwork yes. I mean there are, yeah some of the hallucinations you see are like oh that is I'm gonna need therapy after that yeah there's one there's the woman who just thinks she's like super beautiful and the demons are like what if you were ugly yeah <laughs> most self self obsessed yeah. woman and yeah that does not end well for her and yeah. then uh, this has uh, surprisingly enough like Two, no, yeah, I don't think one of them's an animatronic. I think one's like a puppet suit mm-hmm. for like a giant creature. But then they also built this like fucking this thing that comes out of the church. Yeah. That's impressive. Which was like, yeah, that must have taken a lot of work, yeah. and that looks. Cr- I've never seen anything like that uh-huh. in a movie outside of like, I don't know, Castlevania, like the video <laughs> game. Like they have some shit like that in there, but yeah, I feel like they're. They were like, we're not spending any more money until this is done. And once it's done, we can see how much we have left over. Yeah, exactly. Nothing? Fine. We'll work with it. (laughs) (laughs) I like the ending of this, too. Yeah, I like the ending, too. Uh, It's one of... Well, I won't say. Right. But it's Michele Suave. He's good at directing these movies and making them feel like they're his own because... Doesn't really feel like an Argento movie. Yeah. I don't think it feels like a Lucio Fulci movie. I think it's... Uh, That's why he has this kind of own category of like it's, oh, other worldly on. movies. This and the next movie, especially. Uh, like, Stage Fright is... You said it's still kind of weird. I think it's pretty <laughs> grounded for the most part. At least compared to this movie. Where I was watching it again recently. And uh, I was just like... Oh, this plot is like... Really crazy. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, of all the Italian horror movies you've showed to me, like, Stage Fright was the most normal feeling yeah, of them all. Yeah. Uh, everything else has been a complete departure from reality. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why we saved. 
the last movie for last. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, this is like, a, uh, who knows where this is taking place in. So weird. Because none of this makes sense. <laughs> and everybody's acting like it makes perfect sense. Yep. <laughs> Cemetery Man. Yeah. Or is it pronounced on uh, IMDb, Delamorte Delamore. Hey, you got it. Hey. Delamore, but... Delamore. Well, I'm not a child. Very close. <laughs> um, which means... Of death, of love. Oh, okay. Stars Rupert Everett's yeah. uh, British man. Unbelievable. Could not believe that he was there. Yeah. I was just like, what are you doing here? Yeah, and this is like the only thing I know him from. I know he's in a bunch of shit. Especially like back in the 90s. I My think, best friend's wedding. I think he was in, and I could be confusing him with somebody else who looks a lot like him. But I honestly think he was in The Revenant. In The Revenant? Yeah. He might be. I think he was. I think he... Yeah, I'm going to look it up right he now. He was not. Uh, <laughs> who was it? I don't know. Hold on. You're thinking of Leonardo the DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep talking. I will come up with it. <laughs> anyway, it starts Rupert Everett as the titular cemetery man. Yeah. This is based on a character and side story within the comic book series Dylan Dog. Really? Yeah. And Dylan Dog is like a paranormal investigator. Yeah. Uh, who has a sidekick who's uh, a, a Groucho Marx impersonator. Huh. It's a very interesting comic. It's, uh, I want to say it's Italian. Okay. And then got translated to English. And but they made a move, movie about it and nobody went to see it. Yeah, they did. Uh, but it's like a... I don't know. It's like Paranormal Archie, and I think the creator of that even went on to do the more like horror-focused Archie stuff. Oh, okay. To there's the point where Archie stuff. Yes, yeah, I was gonna say like that's a thing. Yeah, there's um, uh, Afterlife with Archie or something like that. No kidding. And then uh, those comics, the writer of those comics later did some of the stuff for uh, Sabrina, the the Netflix series. Oh wow. Where's that season of Riverdale? Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) there's some stuff in there, too. (laughs) But anyway, Dylan Dog, Cemetery Man was a character within that universe. Yeah. And it feels that way, because this feels like a comic book universe in a way. It's very, like, it's very stylistic. It's very just unnatural feeling weird (laughs) extremely bizarre yeah it's extremely adults yeah it's about a man who's just stuck in a cemetery and he knows that this is the this is his fate essentially like he will be doing this for the rest of his life and in the cemetery we bury someone here they come back from the grave seven days later maybe a little earlier depending how the movie feels like it (laughs) uh but they always come back, and that's why he's there, because someone needs to kill them when they come back and yeah. then rebury them. Yeah. Uh, so because he's stuck in this life, and his only his best friend is someone he only speaks oh to in the, on the phone, That'd what be... happened? I'm so sorry. I Did just you figure it out? I was trying to think of. Uh-oh. It wasn't... The Revenant. The Revenant, or... Rupert Everett. Nope, it wasn't. It was... Dermot Mulroney in The Gray. The Gray, yeah. <laughs> movie I still got to see. I was thinking, see, Whoops. I get how you made that connection, though. I completely understand how you made that connection. You were four yeah. years too early. Well, they're both Shit. in um, My Best Friend's Wedding, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Dermot Mulroney That's is the... Right. Uh, That's right. That's where my brain was like, this, this is the same person. <laughs> Yes. So his only friend is someone he speaks to on the phone and has like barely ever sees. I think. No, no, no he does. He does. He does. No, no, no. Uh, his best friend is uh, the guy, the uh, Nagi. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. That's his other friend. Also, like human pet servant, <laughs> little troll who also works. He's in the so innocent, but he eats spaghetti in the most disgusting way. <laughs> yeah. See, this is one of those movies where it's like. Oh, you could show someone that, and then you think of like the Nagi scenes, and it's like, well, yeah. if no one has ever seen a movie like this, they're gonna be turned <laughs> off from this. They're gonna be like, what the fuck is this? Yep. Yeah, I hadn't, and I was just kind of like, that's gross, but yeah. it's fine. <laughs> There's a lot of vomit. 
There's a lot of vomit. <laughs> There's more vomit than you would expect. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. like, I I don't know if I can say anything about that specific incident. Right. <laughs> there's yeah. Uh, there's there's a lot of sex in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's kind of driven. I mean, it's called of love of love of death, and it's because the cemetery man just immediately falls in love yeah. with like just a beautiful woman. I like the most beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Italian, Italian woman. woman. She is the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. It's completely <laughs> understandable. She's actually been in things like Anna Fulci. Yeah, she went on to, to have a pretty good career. Oh, okay. Um, immediately falls in love with her and is like, I will do literally anything <laughs> just to be with you. And she's like, Well, I'm really weird and I'll only do anything <laughs> if you show me where the bodies are kept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in, like the natural fucking enclosure underneath the cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> And immediately they're like, sex right now. Yep. Yep. And, and where that ends up, yeah. where the, where, you know, there's a accident scene on the highway where that ends up. Uh, I was really loving this movie um, because of how insane it is. Um, and then, <laughs> not saying I don't like it, but it gets like seriously surreal and bleak near the end. Yeah. Where it's just like, time is not of reality here where this is just people different people are different people and the cemetery man gets a call from death and yeah it, that's one of the best parts of the movie though the 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 woman in the in the movie i think her character is just she she yeah yeah and it makes sense because she pops up mm-hmm. throughout this movie even after being killed yeah. multiple times yeah She's still... So you don't really know, is this real? Is, are these, like, actual, maybe, like, other versions of her? Or is he just imagining every woman looking like this? Right. Who knows what's going on? And because he's been doing this for so long, he just starts... His mental state just continues to deteriorate over the next hour, 40 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I feel like he, like... I feel like he loved her so much and was so quickly taken by her that if it were the case that those other women who did who looked like her but maybe weren't really her it was just like him being angry that it, that like it wasn't not her, her and he's just like pissed off that yeah. women exist now <laughs> <laughs> none of sorry them i her. can't be her <laughs> <laughs> sorry reddit yeah, <laughs> law nudity in this movie. She gets naked throughout the film, yeah. and uh, they do not shy away from anything. There is, <laughs> there are different scenes of like medical trauma in this having to do with a penis. Oh yeah, where it makes sense for the plot, but I can't even like reveal why exactly this happens. <laughs> it just kind of has to see it because it's like this is an insane thing to write but it's all for love all for love (laughs) it it has an ending that you're i'm not gonna say it obviously but you're just like i was having fun what the hell wait this now we're getting like oh shit yeah it got really it got real i was just kind of like oh this is cool this is fun like what adventure are we going on next and then i was like i don't want to go on that adventure (laughs) (laughs) oh uh I just, I thought I saw this. Uh, the woman uh, from Stage Fright and the Church is also in uh, Cemetery Man. She, I believe, is one of the different, like the roommate of one of the different doctors. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah I bet. Okay. I think I remember that too. Yeah. Where this movie kind of turns into darker than it already is yeah. happens when he talks to the Grim Reaper. In a very, very cool effect. Very impressive. Yeah. Like it's yeah. very imaginative. Yeah, it's like a statue that turns into you just have to see it. Yeah. But it looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he tells him, like, you know what? If you're tired of the dead coming back to life, why not just kill the living? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so you could already shoot them in the head and then yep. they won't come back to life. He was like, you know what, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best idea I've ever heard. And then he shoots everyone. Yep. Just goes just goes downtown and starts shooting people <laughs> like, in cafes. You start out and it's wild and it only gets weirder from there. Yeah. 
and they're actually investigating like why are all these people dying <laughs> like surely it can't be cemetery man yeah. despite the fact that we saw his car <laughs> <laughs> yeah this this movie kind of has like I, I don't want to say vignettes but like it has a bunch of little side plots that oh, are going yeah. on all at once and they're all kind of fun like they're brave, I, yeah. I like the one with the the mayor and his daughter the mayor of the yeah. town and his daughter, where oh, that man. ends up, because that ends up in like two different ways. Yep. Then you have she and her husband. Yep. And what happens to her husband? There's actually a really, really sweet moment with this old woman who can like continuously visits a cemetery yeah. and speaks to a cemetery man. Oh yeah. And where that ends up is like that's actually very like nice, yeah. surprisingly nice from this movie. For, yeah. For, yeah. For this movie, it's like oh, that's kind of that's sweet. Yeah, sweet that they brought that back. And then there's a side plot, like we said, with the Grim Reaper. He continuously meets these women. That's its own little plot. It all kind of wraps together at the end. Kind of. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. Kind of. There's another massacre. And then the movie's like, we will let you interpret what this means. (laughs) We're not going to tell you. But... I do love that last shot of the movie when it kind of pulls out and okay. it's like it's showing you what's going on. It's yeah. like, I kind of think this. There's something oddly, I don't know, it, 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 there's something weirdly comforting about like knowing that you have no control in this. Ah, uh, okay. Where it's like, all right, I guess this is where we leave off and yeah, yeah. I guess that's fine. Yeah. I thought it ran a little long, but that's that's It is it is longer than I I yeah. remember it being. But I wouldn't I mean, if you're down for if you've been listening to the show and been watching all these movies that we talk about, you know, Go watch Cemetery Man. Yeah, by now you can like see this one. The wildest one <laughs> that we probably have. Um it's not readily available. <laughs> no, it's not. I had to. I I got the Blu-ray from uh, Severance. No, not Severance. Oh, uh, I think I think it's Severance. It's any Blu-ray you see has like the the yellow box. Yeah. All right. I I have two of them. I have this one. I have Shameless. Uh, Shameless. Yeah. I looked at the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> the Shameless Blu-ray Company. Uh, they put this out. I have their copy of uh four flies on gray velvet oh yeah not the best blu-rays because they don't have like a lot of features but it's kind of the only way you will legally see this movie yeah uh which that being said i you know i only have a sound bar here and like a subwoofer but that english dub i don't think it was mixed that well because we could barely fucking yeah. hear what was going yeah, on it's not and they great. don't have subtitles so this is the first Italian horror movie I've ever seen in in Italian. Yeah, yeah with English good. subtitles. Like, and yeah, it actually worked out. I yeah. like watching it in Italian and, you know, it's not hard to read subtitles. Will so. I go on to do that with other Italian horror movies <laughs> that I already like? Can I you don't even know. do that? Yeah, actually, you can. Like, oh, okay. The Beyond has an Italian spoken uh, dialogue okay. option, so does... Not if you're streaming it. <laughs> yeah. But if you have the okay. Blu-rays, you have the option to switch it over. I okay. think Shutter might. Sometimes they put it. No, you know I don't think they do. But anyway, okay. if you get the Blu-rays for this, you'll have that option. The Blu-ray for this uh, did not have a lot of special features, but like I said, maybe until it pops up on Tubi or something yeah. one day. <laughs> one day. Or if you can, uh, I mean, even I think when the movie opened up, it had like a, a, a sky film something logo pop up see here's the thing uh I don't know if they own the rights to it or something like that if it was more readily available uh i would have rewatched it again but yeah. this is like a few weeks ago and i didn't really feel like let me borrow adrian's blu-ray, blu-ray just to see. i don't know yeah, the editor is freely available anyway, so. <laughs> why are you lying but i, but I like cemetery man <laughs> I, I've said this before in just in discussion with you guys, and I'll say it again. The first time I ever saw this, Netflix streaming, before it was like wow. the biggest thing that it was, back when it was just softcore porn and Italian horror movies, 
which you could find on your Xbox 360 when you would connect it to Netflix. <laughs> and then you could search rated R or unrated films and you'd find the movies you want to see. And look at that. They have a bunch of softcore porn that I guess no one's policing. <laughs> Back when it was that kind of Netflix, this was readily available. I don't know if anyone ever remembers the fucking Wild West that Netflix used to be. But damn, what a good time. Yeah. Freshman year was never the same. I don't remember that. I like I feel like I have some years on you and like my like version of that was the Spice Channel. But Yeah. You had That was also fun. You were aware of the Spice Channel? Yeah, or watching scrambled porn. Is it just for us? Is it a hub for Spice Girls fans? Yes. <laughs> you would think so. Watch it with your mom. <laughs> Although, as a kid, knowing that it was called the Spice Channel and knowing about the Spice Girls, I did wonder, like, why is it also called this? Like, can for they, me, though, can they call it that? When I was a kid and I watched the Spice Channel, the Spice Girls didn't exist yet. Oh, it interesting. It was a time before the Spice hmm. Girls. I just remember looking at it and being like, I think we could see something. <laughs> It's all scrambled. I see a head doing something. (laughs) Looks hot. But we got to make sure to set the... Whichever button on the control was to like go back to whatever... (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yes. For some reason, I was always like, okay, the TV guide network. (laughs) This seems so inconspicuous. (laughs) Yeah. Of course I'm looking here because I'm wondering what to watch. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if anyone at all witness like that we know witness netflix back in the day like i almost want to see someone talk about that because they had everything it had everything that like genre film lovers would look for it had like a bunch of zombie movies and a bunch of italian horror movies it had movies that are rare to find like today like there's a french exploitation zombie movie um Man, I think it's called Living Dead Girls. <laughs> that, like, you cannot find anywhere. And I saw it on Netflix. That's crazy. I think the first time I ever saw uh, Let Sleeping Corpses Lie was on Netflix. Damn. And we'll never get something that cool ever fucking again. <laughs> until well, until Shudder. Yeah. I don't know if I knew you back then, so no, I do not have experience with this. No. You, you would download the app on the 360. <laughs> you'd get all your shit queued up, and you'd be like, all right. Everybody leave the home. <laughs> Don't come back for 12 hours. I'm not going to move this from the living room. <laughs> or 12 minutes. Depends on the day I've been having. But now you can't find it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, so good luck on finding Cemetery Come Man. on, Tubi. But if you watch it, oh shit. You in for a treat. <laughs> what, Cemetery Man? Yeah. Yeah, I thought you were still talking about... The Spice Girl. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, we got two left. Yeah. On the next episode we're doing of this. Oh, the big one. The big two. El Gran Due. Yeah. The big two. Which are, if you want to watch it ahead of time, if you haven't already seen these movies, Dario Gento's Suspiria. Yeah. And then on a completely different spectrum, Lucio Fulci's The Beyond, which I've Already, Already spoken talked about so yeah. much, yet I can say so much more. <laughs> he took down notes. I took down a bunch of notes. Most of it was just reactions throughout the movie. <laughs> if you want to look up the soundtrack right now, I suggest that you do that because it's really good for both of those movies. Oh, yeah. for Yeah. Both, yeah. I'll agree with that. But until then... Maybe it won't even come out next week because next week's kind of busy. Yeah, we got some plans. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll we'll try to do this. If Katie by chance joins us, she is officially a member of We Be Watching Films. <laughs> if we traumatize her by showing her the beyond. We will not be paying her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, see you, everybody. Bye. See you. Also, oh, wait. Yeah, see you.